Welcome to Quantum Magazine Science Podcast. Come for the science, stay for the stories. For news, interviews, videos, graphics, and more, visit quantummagazine.org. This week, new tests show that some quantum computers can solve problems faster than classical computers, but researchers wonder, are we asking the right questions? It was billed as the vindication of the quantum computer. Late last year, researchers at Google announced that a quantum machine called the D-Wave 2X completed a task 100 million times faster than a classical computer. This implies that the machine can complete a task in one second that might take a classical computer three years. Google's announcement also ended part of the skepticism facing this kind of quantum computer. Past critics of quantum annealers have wondered if the machines make use of quantum processes at all. Part of the problem lies in the catch-22 of quantum computing. The quantum features only work when they're not being observed. Observing a quantum computer to check if it's using quantum behavior will destroy the quantum behavior being checked. Catherine Magoo is a computer scientist at D-Wave Systems, the company that makes these quantum annealers. She said it's hard to come up with a physics experiment to study something you aren't allowed to observe. December's news convinced critics that the quantum annealer really does use uniquely quantum effects. But it didn't settle a more important question. What can these computers do that classical computers can't? The claim of a 100 million factor speedup does not prove that the D-Wave 2X or quantum annealers in general will surpass classical machines. The speedup came when the D-Wave computer faced one particular type of algorithm running on a classical computer. Change the algorithm to a more efficient one and the speedup disappears. Helmut Katzgraber, a computational physicist at Texas A&M, said it's a little like a motorcycle race where only one person knows it's going to be on dirt. They know to bring a dirt bike, but no one else does. So how would the D-Wave machine compare in a fair race against the fastest classical computers? It depends on the racetrack. Computer scientists are now actively mapping out benchmark problems. Benchmark problems are the kinds of problems that are particularly suited to the type of hybrid quantum machines that include the D-Wave 2X. Kotzgraber found that scaled-up quantum annealers should outperform classical computers in certain narrow computing domains. These results were posted to archive.org in April. These domains may include important problems in machine learning, protein folding, and route planning, to name a few. But exactly which of these problems will show improvement when processed by a quantum annealer, and how fast will the speedup be? These are questions that computer scientists are only beginning to understand. Convincing people of a machine superiority won't be an issue for a universal quantum computer, which a quantum annealer like the D-Wave machine is not. Both types of machines solve problems using an array of qubits, the quantum analog to classical bits of information. With a universal quantum computer, a user can measure and control the quantum states of individual qubits. In theory, this allows the machine to solve problems that would effectively be impossible to solve using a classical computer. For example, a universal quantum computer would be able to find the prime factors of a very large number and crack encryption schemes used today. 
Matthias Troyer, a physicist at ETH Zurich, said, What you want to show is that you've solved a problem with a quantum computer that you can't solve classically. He said, Doing an impossible calculation is what would convince most people. Universal quantum machines exist, though the most sophisticated can only solve simple problems like finding the prime factors of a relatively small number, such as 56,153. In May, IBM announced that it had set up a cloud-based interface so that outside researchers could use the company's quantum processor. It has five qubits. As a demonstration problem, factoring numbers is clean and straightforward. Scott Aronson, a theoretical computer scientist moving from MIT to UT Austin, said that's because once your machine produces an answer, you can recheck that it's right. It's inherently quantum, he said. If you run it and it works, you won't need a debate about whether it can do something other computers can't. Universal quantum computers are designed to tackle a range of problems. Quantum annealers are designed to tackle a specific type of problem called an NP-hard optimization problem. These can arise in many situations, but here's an example. Say you went to a city and wanted to find the largest cluster of people who all know each other. You could tackle the problem with a brute force approach, identifying every group of friends and comparing sizes until you find the largest. This strategy could work for a small village, but Tokyo? Maybe not. NP-hard problems and the usefulness of annealing extend far beyond social networks. Say you had a fridge full of ingredients and wanted to identify recipes that would leave the least amount of waste. Or you were building a house on a budget and wanted to know which materials and setup would maximize your square footage. The traveling salesman problem involves identifying the most efficient route by which to visit every city on a list and return home. It can also be expressed as an NP-hard optimization problem. So can many of the algorithms used in machine learning. To solve this kind of problem, the D-Wave 2X uses a process called annealing. The name comes from a 7,000-year-old metallurgical practice. Early metalworkers figured out that if they made a material hot enough and then let it cool down slowly, it would make the final product stronger. The process works because the heat randomly jiggles around all the atoms in the metal. Then, as it cools, the atoms slowly arrange themselves into their lowest energy configuration. Bartenders may also recognize the process. The secret to creating a flawless and clear ice cube is to let the water freeze very, very slowly. Quantum annealers reproduce this process using qubits. The D-Wave 2X contains about 1,000 qubits made out of tiny superconducting loops of metal. Each loop can produce a magnetic field that points either up or down, or, since this is a quantum system, both up and down at the same time. A sideways magnetic field jumbles up the state of each loop. As the field's strength gets lower and eventually vanishes, the qubits tend to collapse into their lowest energy states, which correspond to the problem solution. All quantum computations are probabilistic. The process must be repeated at least a few times to ensure that the final configuration of the system has truly minimized the overall energy. There are also classic annealers that mimic this process. Indeed, the algorithm that the D-Wave 2X competed against late last year was a simulated annealer. 
Annealers can't necessarily identify the best solution. They are designed to find good enough solutions. The system could always land in a low-energy state that isn't the lowest possible one. It's like trying to find the deepest cave in a giant system of underground caverns. From where you're standing, all paths may lead upward, but that doesn't mean there isn't a deeper point somewhere nearby. A quantum annealer can use a uniquely quantum property. A system can tunnel through an apparently insurmountable barrier. So the D-wave can tunnel from one solution to another in search of the lowest energy state. This property has been contested over the years, Troyer said. But Google's study delivered the most convincing evidence yet that the machine really does use quantum effects to solve problems. Researchers were less impressed by Google's announcement that the D-Wave 2X solved a certain problem 100 million times faster than a classical algorithm. A simulated annealer wasn't necessarily the best kind of algorithm to use on that particular problem. Troyer said they looked for problem instances where quantum annealing should work faster than classical annealing. On those problems where the classical annealer is very slow, he said, the D-Wave worked well. The researchers have reason to be skeptical. In 2013, the D-Wave 2X reportedly executed a problem 3,600 times faster than a classical computer. The company's co-founder then declared that the machine performed better at something than any other option available. Yet, the claim didn't hold. Sergei Isakov, then a postdoctoral researcher at ETH Zurich, used some clever code on a laptop to solve the same problem just as quickly. One of the reasons why quantum computing is so hard, said Aronson, the computer scientist at MIT, is that classical computing already exists and is so good. But hardly anyone talks about it. It's the elephant in the room. After all, computer scientists have been building algorithms to make general-purpose computers work better for the past 60 years. The December test showed that the D-Wave can outperform a classical computer in one particular class of carefully crafted problem. According to Katzgarber, this suggests that there are problems where quantum annealing shows a strong advantage. Now, he said, it's up to researchers to identify real-world applications with the features of these problems. By looking at the structure of the problem that Google chose, he said, we have a hint at a direction to search for instances where classical algorithms might have trouble and quantum algorithms might excel. But the search for those specific applications is still in its early days. The advances that emerge from the D-Wave 2X machine won't be measurable in real-world speedups, at least not yet. A 1,000-qubit machine is still too small to lead to significant time savings. Yet, Google's work on the D-Wave 2X machine has pushed computer scientists to develop even better classical algorithms. By having the competition, you get a lot of good ideas, Troyer said. He added that the importance of the D-Wave 2X was never tied to practical concerns. Its true value has been in demonstrating the possibility of something that has never been seen before an annealer that conclusively uses quantum properties to answer difficult questions. From this vantage point, computer scientists see a world of new potential. That was a recap of Stephen Orn's story, Computing Search for Quantum Questions. You're listening to Quantum Magazine's podcast. I'm Karen Chikurji. For news, interviews, graphics, and more, visit quantummagazine.org.